So where are you looking from right now? Is there an all about me story running? Or is there a wider perspective? Remember that you can't look at the absolute or a wider view than that. You can only look from there. So the only thing you can see in front of you is your thoughts or the world that you've created through labeling mechanism, through that capacity of consciousness which runs through you. So the labeling is what's creating form in front of you. That's fine. That's one of the beauties of having a brain. So all that's in front of you must be as a result of duality. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. You need it for functioning. So are you looking from the non-dual? And the non-dual would see thoughts, would see mind as loops. Not so interested in the content. Might hear the content, but would definitely know that it's, ah, that's just mind going yakety yak, wanting more or resisting, or anticipating fear, or it's doing something like that. So when your view is wider, you can see thoughts, you're no longer in the jewel. So then there's that non-dual view, where opposites are seen, where there's a merging with all of it, some kind of sense that everything is interconnected, The body falls into the natural state. It's calm. There's a knowing that it's okay. You're aware, you're present, you're not caught in storyland. That's the non-dual. So if you have access to that right now, deeper than that. That's your pointer deeper than this, or just chucking that out so that something wider can open. There's probably a sense of availability, that sense of being available tends to come in for most. It's fine, it's just a sense of something wider. So usually what we talk about then is whatever is yanking you back into me and my story and me and my thoughts. That's generally what we talk about. Stories that have made themselves real into your world, into your experience, a personal experience. And we work from there. Sometimes you can't find them because your perspective is so wide, you can't actually find a yakety yak story because, well, it's gone. If you've dropped right into the non-dual or deeper, 
it's gone. It's like hot life out there. What? 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 That's that's way too thick and murky to go digging up something. Great, great. If something needs to be pulled apart, for you to see through it, to see that it's a loop, then let's let's do that this afternoon. So we head right out there to the edge and beyond consciousness itself earlier, and now we're going right back to the other end of it. What's the dualistic? Stickiness, it's still running. And my own brain is picking up kind of the deliberateness of consciousness to go from way out there to the densest part, just, just for the sheer exercise of it, just to see that there is no difference at all, that it's all part of the one play, all of it is there. There's, there's, there's no hierarchy, you know? The hierarchy thing is part of the dualistic framework. There really isn't a hierarchy. It's, it's, it's the one... It's the one pattern. It's like a pattern. It's really stable and solid, part of the pattern, when it's in physical form. And it's a more subtle... Mm, just more subtler pattern when it's way out there at the fine refinement of pure consciousness. It's just more subtle. But it's still a pattern. It's still the same pattern. You see? So don't judge if you have put yourself someplace. If you've kind of like, yeah, that's where I'm at. If your tendency is is to listen to the dualistic mind, the next thought would probably be, oh my God, I'm so far to go. You know? <laughs> or I want to be there. Like that, That's just a dualistic thought, really yanking you back into the far extreme of one pattern. That's just the pattern talking. It means nothing. It's just the pattern exercising itself. Going multicolored again. Do you see it? It's not you. It's never you. It's never you. It's never you. It's just it's just a mechanism that's created by the mind, by consciousness itself. A little bit of salt and pepper for seasoning with our own conditioned brain to kind of give a particular colour to something. You know? It really is all fine, really. It has to play the way it does. And something inside you will want to move forward and to evolve. That's just part of being human. And, you know, there was a long time where, uh, in my own journey, I was releasing that because there was like, there was like, okay, the sense of going someplace, that must be some residue of the seeker. Drop it, drop it, drop it. And eventually it came back so many times, it's like, one day there was like a, oh, this is actually part of being human. This is intrinsic to being human. Just consciousness itself 
embedded in consciousness itself is, is a movement towards harmony and peace and evolution and improving itself. It, it, that's the direction it goes in. It just, it just seeks out goodness. It seeks out more integrity and more honesty. It just seeks that out. It wasn't part of the seeker at all, having been after it for a few years. You know? It's just the direction that our evolution goes in. It goes towards being good. It just does. It's not a dualistic thing. It's just the direction that it goes in. So the direction is going to take care of, of that part of it for you. <laughs> the direction is already lined up. It's innate to being human. The direction is there. You don't have to worry about getting it right, about being good. It's intrinsic. You can't but help it. You know, and if you take a dizzy spin into something that's not healthy, you get bitten in the butt. That's the way it happens now. You know, you're, you won't get away with it because something in like, fuck, back on track, back on track. You'd be just made go back on track. You see? And, and that's that fired up, that, that, that pull towards goodness, wholeness. Love. It's, it's, it's just being human. It's got nothing at all to do with conditioning or anything. It's being human. And religions have caught on to that and turned it into a rule, you know? Turned it into laws. And bring it into duality, but it's actually much more, much more innate. It takes care of itself. There's no reward or punishment attached to it. It actually is something that's going to be there no matter what you do. <laughs> and then the flip side of that, in the dualistic perspective, there is a phase of diving deep into ignorance. And, and doing what is destructive and harmful before, before that's done and then we're moving towards what's whole, you know? And we do that, why? For the experience of it, just because we can. Just, just, just because that's what's happening. But when we're kind of answering some kind of call and drawn towards this work in whatever way, well, that part is done. The destructive patterns are ending if they haven't already ended. And something is coming to wholeness. Mm -hmm. So suspend all judgment, huh? While you kind of got to see where you're at, there's no judgment in it. Let one be there without the other. So what's useful is self-honesty. That's what's useful. Great. And we've Connie too. Connie, would you like to come up? Okay.
I don't know if it might be bathroom tissue. <laughs> okay. Hi Beth, hey. That was beautiful what you just said about not judging ourselves. Thank you. So I get caught about Scott and I don't know how much is relationship and play and camaraderie that I had with him. Mm. But those three things somehow really take my attention. But it did help. Last night I was able to see it as a mind move. Yes. Yeah. Like you've said that to me before, but I'm like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> yeah, that's what mind does. Yeah. It, it's, it, it will do everything to keep the subject matter of, you know, it's more important, the subject matter. It's critical. Yeah. And it's just a story. It's always just a story. So I can quit therapy. <laughs> <laughs> if you want, yes. <laughs> piece of wisdom is very useful at this point. What do we need to pull apart in therapy in order to understand so that the loop is broken? Or what? when is therapy just an opportunity for me to talk about me? Sometimes it's that. Sometimes that's needed. But, you know, why am I there? What's it doing? And can I see that what I talk about in therapy is just a loop. And when it's just a loop and there's nothing remaining to be, that really has to be healed, you're done. Yeah, no, I'm trying to understand because I feel pulled by my unconscious. Yeah. Really. Okay, so understanding is needed then on what? Yeah. On how the loops are constructed? No, just my pull to be in touch with Scott when he's not available for what I want. Just settle. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. That's fair enough. You're going there for understanding. And are you getting the understanding? Yeah. I mean, it's slow, but I'd say yes. Great. Then it's serving a good purpose. Yeah. So last night you saw that it was a loop. Is it a loop yeah, today? So yeah, I mean, when I can, when I catch myself thinking about him or relationship, mostly him, then, oh, that's a mind move. But then I have to take two steps. It's like, first I have to go to rest, or if I use the word truth, that's a good pointer for me. Um... But now I'm also saying, well, I want to know it, that knowing that you talked about last night. And then today I felt more of a coming up from the bottom, like this tingling sensation. And uh, so it just felt more solid. Uh, but it still fleets in and out. You know, it's not consistent. That's okay. 
That's okay. Can you drop the desire for it to be consistent? The desire for it to be consistent can be the very thing that makes it inconsistent. Because as long as, as we have a desire on standby, the consistency has to break down. Because there's, there's the pull right there and desire, and desire will do it every time. Desire comes up with the personal life. So as long as that's just there, of course, the consistency can't stabilize. But that's all right. It's all right. We see it, and it's okay. But if it's there right now, that's as good as it gets. Yeah, there is a deep knowing that everything's okay. Yes. But so why do I leave that dismiss place? Dismiss it? Yeah. 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 Most of it is habit. It's just habit. You just keep chewing in. Yeah. There's a habit to be broken. There's a habit to be broken. And if you, if your mind feels like, oh man, I'll never break this, then your mind is going into memory and it's making drama out of it and it's personalizing it and you're lost again, gone. You see? So, so really not to judge it at all is going to help you a lot. Not to judge it at all. If it's there now, that knowing. If it's there now, that's enough. That's enough. But it's only now, actually. Yeah. So really only now. The rest of it is just head games. That head game, actually, you've brought that head game with you for a while. I, I, I'd love you to, to see that as an independent loop that perpetuates whatever loop is active when there, a loop comes up, like the Scott loop was up at the moment. So the secondary loop that kind of has bled in and out of a few different things over the years is that I'll never get this or this is hard or it doesn't stick. I'm kind of more interested in that loop. Yeah, um, yeah I feel like I'm in a physics class and I'm in kindergarten. That's my general... Then have a laugh at that. Have a laugh at that observation. I mean, I know I belong here. Of course. But... I still don't get it. But you're not going to get it. No, you're not going to get it. Because what we're doing here is just opening, opening, opening space. Opening, dropping the limits of mind. And, you know, it does what it does. There really isn't a getting it. There really isn't. Really. If you get it, I'd be like, oh, God, what did you get? (laughs) (laughs) But isn't there a seeing through? Yeah, but that knowing, that's deeper to the seeing through than actually us talking about is there a seeing through. Because then is there a seeing through or making it into a phenomenal experience and a reward? It's like, that's definitely not it. But the knowing, the stillness, if your attention is there, right, now we're looking at what's natural. Now we're looking at the natural state. And if the story comes up, it's in the side view. That's really as good as it gets. That's as good as it gets. Mind can yak at a yak, but it's 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 just not the only thing in your view. The knowing is in your view. The stillness is in your view. Being relaxed, knowing that everything is actually okay, is in your view. And it's trusted more than what mind comes up with. Oh, maybe that's an issue. 
It hasn't been. I haven't trusted it. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. But you kind of trust the habit. You're, or you're willing to go with the habit, the bad habit, you know? Right. That's, that's, that's what 60 years will do to you. You know, that's just living. Yeah. Of repeated mind loops, you know? And any, you know, your mind will take any subject, you know? But it's kind of the same circuit, and it just... It's like, you know, an old-fashioned record player. It's like any record will do with... The, the, the discs are just going to keep going around, you know? Just... just see? So we, we're, we're looking for the, the disc system, you know? So I'm trying to look for what. So mind loop pulls me out. The loop. Once you see it's a loop, mm-hmm. you're you're not pulled out. But when you don't see it's a loop and you're stuck in the subject matter of it, okay. Now now you're out because you're in the story. You're in the story, and emotions will come, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but when I see it as a loop, I still almost feel it's conceptual, and not, I'm still, you know, I'm still not deeper than knowing that all is well. It still feels like a concept that all is well. Does it? Yeah. Is your mind turning it into a concept? What's the, what's the, I w- yeah, I, w- I wonder how. So I say, like, okay, that's a mind loop. Um. Uh-huh. But I don't like drop immediately into all as well. But if you see that it's a mind loop, yeah. or is it a concept that it's a mind loop? That's the key. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah, I think I see the concept. That's a, I'm naming it. But maybe I'm not actually seeing it. I think you did last night. Because when you spoke about that a minute ago, mm-hmm. yeah, your energy feel completely confirmed that yeah, totally. You weren't caught in it. You saw, wow, my mind does that. You know, that's what that's what mind runs. Which one do you trust? Do you trust the story and kind of bank on it and go into it willingly, or is it like I gotta blindly trust? That this knowing is the authentic thing, and that what my mind is doing its damn best now to convince me of that that actually is just suffering. Well, you know what? I trust. I trust my path. I trust that I'm here. Yeah. All right. All right. That's what I trust. All right. I fly all over the freaking country mm. <laughs> in these workshops. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> And at all the workshops, you're probably hearing something quite similar. And can you trust what you hear, what you go repeatedly to hear? Can you trust that? Yeah, it resonates or it won't continue. So the external resonance is still needed? Can you find... Mm. Yeah. Can you find the internal resonance without it being mirrored from the outside? Mm-hmm. Well, that's all as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. That does it for you? And you can do that when you're not at a workshop? I don't know. I listen to a lot of tapes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I get a lot of external <laughs> yeah. report. 
Okay, here's what I here's, here's what I'm seeing is that the 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 loop no your 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 recognition you know your access to the natural state your recognition of of truth that inner knowing is has been fitting into an external loop so the looping system is actually subtly still there because at satsang the loop itself is being fed because these words are coming through the loop. Do you see? I'm looking outside myself. You're still looking outside yourself. So I'm going to wield a mighty sword. They're saying, ouch, I don't know why, but... (laughs) (laughs) So if you weren't to go to satsang for six months, that was your spiritual practice. No satsang for six months. What happens? What comes up? Fear. Is your path dependent Mm, on an external? All right, here's the loop. This is the core loop. This is the loop that other loops are getting their map from. Yeah, so that means like no, you know, reading and webcasts and everything. Let's jump off the deep end right yeah. now and see how that feels. Yeah. Let's say the whole thing was to just stop. Yeah, I think it's tired. <coughs> I mean, it's a little relief. It's a relief? Yeah. I'm um, sort of exhausting myself. Yes. I came from San Francisco for this. Yes. And now I'm going to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right so the spiritual practice we're going to play with this for a few days all right the spiritual practice is to stop going to satsang for six months and your spiritual practice is to be solo without any aids you know maybe for the first week you can listen to something for whatever, half an hour a day. That's it. But we wean off and stop. <coughs> and you find a spiritual practice yourself, a daily practice, where you're not running it outside of yourself, but you, on your own, are finding that within. So what we're doing is breaking the loop for something outside to mirror your attention back home. It's, it's, it's already there. You're just running a circuit. We're breaking the circuit. doesn't mean stop spiritual practice. It means do it with absolute discipline. You've got to find it inside you. And break that loop. I guess the only um, concern is community. You know, that I... 
forced to reach out more for yeah to go to some kind of a social life yeah sure community. sure sure that's fine feels okay well done Do you see any terror anywhere? No. <laughs> it's inside. It's all inside. And for you to ignite your own capacity. For you to go in for you, not running it through anybody else. So it's kind of like a maturation. It's like, all right, okay, I'm no longer holding the hand or being guided. I'm my own teacher now. I'm my own teacher. Okay. words on it. Okay. Um, well, this morning I wrote something and I just made me think I could talk about it. Um, it's like there's um, a lot of love and a bit of a fear of it, maybe. And um, I've been going around and hugging everybody. They don't know it, but I've been walking around hugging everybody because there's, this, there's that impulse. And I noticed that I, um, in my life, I have stopped. I pushed people away. I think it doesn't make any sense. You think it's the opposite. So this is a, it's a, it feels like a, a little bit of a prison, a contracting space maybe okay so so in keeping people out or pushing people away talk to me more about that this is really hard i bet to talk about I think in a way it's nice at this retreat because I don't really have to interact with anyone, even though I love everybody so much. It's like I don't, I don't know where I am, and um, I don't know where I am. 
feels where I am in any of this. What age are you right now? Like right now, the, the one who's saying, I don't know where I am in any of this. 56 years. It's, it's current day? Yeah. Okay. Have you known where you were before? Yeah. I feel like I know less. Okay. Ah. I'm glad you weren't confused because I'm confused. Yeah, because it's like, the, yeah, <laughs> I am right now for sure. Because <laughs> it's, when a reference point goes like that, it's, it's, it, it's usually from another time. It's usually just from someplace, from memory or something. Some piece needs to come to wholeness. But if it, if it doesn't feel it has its origin someplace else, if it's right now, that's unusual. Because losing your reference point is what this work is about. But your, your, your experience of it is that it's not okay in some way. Is that right? I guess it, it's. It, I guess the un, not okayness is the discomfort, and um, it feels kind of stingy somehow. I don't know. You know, like I got all this. I should be giving it out instead of keeping it all in here. Ah, all right. Why not keep it all in? Why not keep it on? Yeah. Why isn't it all for you? Could it be that it's all for you? I know you don't know. It's okay. It's, I mean, whatever you you say, I I I really don't want you to say anything. You know, okay. we we gotta like we just work through whatever is presenting right. as real. Okay. Okay. So here's what we have. There's something not feeling okay about losing your reference point. I don't know where I am, but some level it's not okay. There's a huge amount of love and there's a compulsion to send it out. There's been a pattern of pushing away those who are close to you. So, love moves very freely. And here, ideas or mind or experiences have, have kind of thwarted how it should flow or gives you an idea that it should flow in a certain way and it's not flowing that way. Right. Right. There is an idea, I think, about it, that it should be different. Okay. Yeah. So how should it be? It should flow freely and not be trapped in here. I mean, I wouldn't mind it being all for me if it were flowing, I guess. It doesn't feel like it's flowing. It feels stopped. Or, or really, really damned up. Yeah, jammed up. Yeah, yeah. really damned. Like a dam. Yeah. And, and I 
you know, I just got up here to talk about this, but I don't know. It's fine. Okay, it's fine. The, the most solid foundation that we can love from is when we are full of love for what we are. Just full of it. And it's like we brim because it's overload. Not so much that we're kind of a channel for something, but we're brimming with it. We've got to be full ourselves. It's quite possible that the, the, the damning is like, keep it for yourself, keep it for yourself, don't you dare spill it out because I'm trying to fill up you. Yeah, I can see that. You know? Yeah. And I, I can see that that's okay. Yeah, it's more than okay. Yeah. Total, total, total exquisite love and tenderness for yourself. Total, let it just be. Catching your breath. So much love for yourself. The rest of the world will be just fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When there is infinite love for, for what we are, right down to the personality, for all of us, then love knows what to do. Because we... we because it's just clear and flowing through and there's no place where it's not within us, you know? And from there it's uninhibited. And then mind, mind hasn't got a chance of directing it somewhere. Not a chance, because its own wisdom is much, much deeper than what our mind can come up with. It has its own wisdom, but you've got to be full of it in order for that wisdom to start operating, for that intelligence to guide it. So any ideas that mind has around it, it could be as simple as, uh, you know, I should be able to love others or I, I, I want to love others. Or any ideas at all it has around loving, ditch them. Okay. Ditch them all. Mind doesn't know what love is. It, it can't. It can't. It has a version, but it really doesn't know what the essence of love is. It can't. you practice letting that love be in every one of your pores mm -hmm. total total love where is there not love where is there a limit of love where has there been a pattern of limiting it of, of not expressing it write about it you know is there total total unconditional love for every part of my 56 years every single part of it every single moment of it is there love there for all of it that's our first step towards unblocking that dam. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Sure. Look, are you on your way up? Nina. Hi there. Um, I 
So, um, but then relationship <laughs> four years, um, and it and it ended. Oh, um, yeah, and um, you know when it was beginning. You said, you know, ooh, <laughs> um, that could be really damaging, if, you know, uh, and it basically has been. Yeah, it's, I'm pretty um, confused by the whole thing. Um, so being with someone who's on a very internal path and is by nature spends a lot of time in solitude and so i'm just me um loving and wanting to be with and using some sort of spiritual idea that okay well this will be good because you know i can't be with him very much at all and only on his terms um so it'll make me let go or I'll just it'll just be in a freedom it'll just come when it comes and that but it didn't that's never how it felt it just hurt and hurt and hurt and hurt and hurt mm -hmm. to salvage something that something's like something got really twisted mm -hmm. and it's it's like love you know just human love there's such a there's been in not I really don't feel like it's there's any blaming of him I feel like He's, he's clear he's who he is. It's more just that I've used it as a torture, I guess, is what I see. Because if I take total responsibility, it's like that's I, the only way I can see it. But it, it was a distort, distortion of a spiritual path. And um, so I'm very confused about Thank you. About just human love, human love, as a as it arises, you know, it felt very just natural. It's like a, a like a natural inclination towards devotion or acceptance or understanding or you know um, concern or just care, taking care or just loving, adoring, all of that just felt so natural. And yet, it just, it turned into something else. It was cast as something else in our little world. It was cast as delusion. Because it started to hurt when I couldn't have it, when it was being denied. So 
I think there's just a lot of a sense of something's been gnarled or twisted, and I can't seem to find. It's like I can drop into the absolute, but the, but this whole thing doesn't. It just it waits. It does. It's sort of like yeah. It's waiting. Yeah. 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 It's just, it just feels like I've I've gotten like I cannot see something. There's something that is I, I can't see anymore. Like I've I've got I've grown blind or I always was blind or something. That's like a blindness. Um, yeah, to because there is a a part of just moving through life that is a human. It can't, it just can't be denied. <laughs> it's not going away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's a question. Mm. Um, I guess the question is how How to re into re <laughs> everything's from the get go. I mean, before I even met him, it was like I think I was not emotionally very well developed or solid, and so the whole you know prior and all, it's like it all it came in some other angle. Uh, not, I don't know how to talk about, but anyway, it just ne- my development, my emotional development, my self-esteem, those kind of things never really developed fully. So it's been a bit of a mess, a uh, big bit fragmented, and I feel like I'm ready to um, be whole. But it's like, who? <laughs> Who? How? <laughs> it's very fragmented. Is that? Am I making any? Absolutely clear as a bell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. The sequence is 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 the middle path. The sequence that we spoke about earlier. That's the middle path. There's a lot of different versions of the middle path. Not a lot of people are straight down the average line. It's just a mean, you know. So, yeah, for sure, huge insights came to you very early, huge, huge insights. So something was very mature, but then the character had, had something else yeah. to do. And it's, 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 it's tricky because, you know, the, the taste of the absolute, it, 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 it's easy to, to land in there yeah. and to just not see as if other stuff needs to happen. Yeah. But, but it screws up something. Absolutely, it screws, sooner or later it screws up something. And it's, you know, part of it comes from scriptures. It's like, well, and you said it, it's like, well, who is the one who would want to come to wholeness? And it's like, all of it is pure consciousness. All of it, to deny any section of it. Yeah. Is, is consciousness denying part of itself? Yeah. The, the wholeness is, is, is the totality, including 
all parts of it. Nothing is not a creation of consciousness. Resolution must come in every single grain, grain of your being, because all of it is pure consciousness, all of it. So we can't deny any of it. We can't. I don't know if, if like, if, you know, some of the scriptures that, that we look to seem to completely and totally ignore that, that personal side. I don't know how that works. Some people come in and they really don't have to do any of that. Well, lucky for them. Is it the norm? No. It's not the norm. It's not. It's very unusual. So, the full ripeness for all of it. I'm going to backtrack a second. If, if those who came in without having ever to, to, to resolve and to mature the personal, I wonder how far they got in the big, big, big trajectory. I wonder, really, how far they got. I wonder. That'd be an interesting study, but I, you know, most of them are dead, so <laughs> there's not much chance of it. But in contemporary times, yeah, those who are like well, well established in non-duality, for sure there's stuff from the personal that comes up and some say, whoops, i got to stop working for a while, something's up. And it's right back to like therapy material, right back. That's totally fine. Totally fine. Absolutely fine. The sequence has to be honoured. It's your sequence. It's right for you. It must be honoured. Absolutely, your map is yours alone. It has to be unique. So, does our mind want to imagine that we can just deny anything that's not resolved in the personal? It, it probably does. It's probably clinging to something. And, and that's fine until it stops working and it will stop working. Because the integrity and the honesty that gets naturally cultivated the deeper we go, we don't get away with shit. We don't get away with anything. We just don't. We just don't. You know, there's no point in saying, yeah, 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 that, that's not real. It's like, hold on a minute now. Consciousness is still doing it. Yes, you have an ability to perceive that it's not real. But within the phenomenal lens of perception, it's darn real. And that needs resolution. That needs whatever it needs to ripen, to mature, to offer wisdom to. So you're so right. Well done for being at this point. Well done. Well done. Your, your map is clearer than I've ever seen it. Because you, you know, you can see that the really deep stuff can be accessed. But whoop, something pulled you into a relationship that mightn't have, might have been dysfunctional in parts. All right. Okay, great. Of course, it's the immature emotional self that, that placated the dysfunctional part by seeing it in spiritual terms. Mm. Now, if we have a lot of wisdom, and I think this is probably what kept you in it for four years, you know, it's like, no, I, I can use this, I can use this for spiritual purposes. I can, I can drop that rejection because it will drop my ego. And we can use it all as material to break it down. But that's a tool for breaking something down. That will work until it becomes destructive. When it starts to become destructive for, for the personal eye, which you know isn't real, but still it must be honoured. When it becomes destructive for the personal eye, get out. Yeah, so that's 
even that, I mean, it's like, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, it just got so painful that it was just like, ah, you know, it's just like being sick, yeah. just like tor tortured with yeah. pain. Yeah. And I mean, I got to a point where it was like, okay, I think this is, that's destructive. Yes. But it's like, duh. I mean, so emotionally dense. Yes. yes. Because of the whole, that whole thing of, I mean, I did learn something. I learned a lot, but yeah. Um, not what I thought I was going to learn, but um, so it's just, I think where I'm at is just, I don't, you know, therapy doesn't seem like the right, yeah, because it, it is it just the story thing. Yeah, but this is story too, isn't it? I, but that's the thing that's confusing is mm -hmm. I don't, I had so much therapy in the past yeah. and um, the, sort of I know the story. Okay. So it's just the holding on. I mean, I can see the thoughts yeah. and the core thing, of, yeah. you know, and it's just, I've come, you know, Connie, it's like what Connie was saying, it's like a loop. Yes. It's just a loop of, I'll find something impossible to get from the outside and then I'll loop to try to get it from the outside to, it's like an addiction to suffering. Yes. It feels like an addiction. Yes. Yeah. So then it just feels like the love part, loving someone or, you know, that, like you said, the last person, um, sort of takes care of itself. It's not like I need to learn how to love or learn. I know what that is, you know. But it's more just really not believing the trance of the of the addiction. It seems like the addiction to a suffering me. I don't know. I'm. Just, I don't know if that's totally. Um, I might be saying the same thing, but I'm not sure. Tell me if this is it, but. When, when there is something going on, you know, like in the personal, yeah. we've got to use a personal lens to heal it. we got to, because that's where the issue is. We've got to use a personal lens to heal it. And when a non-dual perspective comes in, it's, more it's distorted. Oh, okay. That's right? Awesome. Okay. So whatever tools we use, and because there's been a lot of therapy, you already have the tools. So you can probably do it yourself. But knowing when, I don't want to be treated like this, actually. Bugger off. Knowing where that line is for the personality. <laughs> I, I know where the line is. I just never, it's like there's nothing, there's no wiring to act on it. That's it. I never learned that. You it, never learned it. it I was the self Yeah. 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 So yeah. I, it seems like, oh my gosh, I guess, I guess I just have to wing it. I mean, I guess I just have to just be like, okay, okay, I have the feeling. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely practicing it. Yeah. It feels like that's what kept being called for. Like, are you going to say it now? Are you going to say it? But I couldn't do it. Ah. It's all, it's like peace. You know, it's like, oh, no, no, I'm a pacifist. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. I'm, I'm the one who just is like, mm, you know, I'll yes. just see. I'm just staying in peace. You can hit me as much as you want. And yeah. I'll stay. And, yeah. And you're soaking, 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 soaking. Yeah. Soaking? Yeah. Sponging, sponging, absorbing, yeah. absorbing, absorbing. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, that simple thing of just like, that hurts, so no. Yes. It's like, <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. That seems like a high jump. Yeah. 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 And what a gift it would be to the character. A life skill that just needs to be there for wherever she's going next. Yeah. So that just got conflated with the spiritual as well. It did. It did. The spiritual concepts came in. Turn on the other cheek. Yeah, exactly. The spiritual concepts came in and they weren't appropriate. You know? Yeah. They just weren't appropriate. You know? We can use things for a while. It's short-lived, though. We can use things to 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 charge up the ego and, and to use something as a spiritual tool. We can use it for a while, but when it's like an intimate personal relationship, it's not very long. It's not very long. It becomes so, destructive. So just... Emotional, um, back to basics here. Yeah. So emotional pain, that's just sort of relentless, torturous emotional pain, is a sign of no or not. Yes. And yes. how do you discern between that and, you know, pain that's just sort of like a sob story or pain that's, you know, that's kind of, do you know what I mean? Froth of the... Egoic kind of... Okay, the latter will have a pity me smell of it. The froth always has a pity me. Okay. But the other one where you're soaking and absorbing, you won't be running self-pity. You'll be running spiritual ideas on how to deal with it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. So we need assertiveness. We need clear boundaries. We need close to zero, if not a zero tolerance for, for you know, bad behavior around you. We need courage so that you're going to, when you feel that, say it now, say it now, that it's, take a deep breath and let that feeling use your vocabulary to express itself and respect that and don't apologize for it. Okay. And so, just to clarify, with boundaries, <laughs> when that's a really hard concept Yet and yet, obviously useful. Um, so, is it like don't worry, don't worry about the how spiritually accurate the concept of a boundary is. Just, just use it and yes, it's needed for the personal. Just use it as a tool and just don't worry about the. It it has no spiritual implications at all. It's necessary for effective functioning, for mature functioning of the personality. It's it's necessary. Mm. We're about ripening something in the personal. And you've got to see the personal as a manifestation of pure consciousness too. Okay. And so I feel everything feels totally backwards. Like yes. Yes. Yeah. The sequence looks backwards right now. But there is no backwards. There is no backwards. It's just that this was on a delay button. <laughs> it was just delayed. 
It's just delayed. The other stuff is waiting for you, you know? The other stuff is already cooked. But you just got to jump into the personal for a bit and... And, and, and tweak her. She's got to get stronger now. You can't compensate from, from what you know on one level for work that needs to happen on another level. doesn't work like that. been working with my brain dysfunction from Lyme disease. Oh, yes. Since the Angel's Rest Retreat. And uh, it's been very freeing. And I find that um, I give it a percentage as a way of navigating. So up to 50% dysfunction, I can kind of flow with it and all is well and nothing is needed. When it goes beyond 50%, these crazy chemicals are happening. I can't access any stillness, and I'm in the dryer. You know, I'm just, I'm just, it feels like survival fears, and all that's related to personal history and trauma, which kind of opened me up to Lyme anyway. Okay. So I'm feeling fatigue. You know, I'm kind of harkening back to all the previous people that have been up here this fatigue of the personality wanting something and pushing for being able to, you know, have a wider perspective when I'm in the dryer and these chemicals are squirting and not being able to. Just plain old, I can't yet. Okay, so. And is that okay or do you resist that? Is there an I resist it because I think, to be totally honest, I mean, there's just a natural drawing to spirituality. And there are, you know, these aspects of maturity that kind of go down the drain when I'm in the dryer. I think there's a desire for just freedom from the suffering. You know, it's just so earnest. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's just very sincere. Yeah. Um, okay, so then on Fly High a month or two ago, so this is where like, we're really getting into my missing pieces at the character level. That video on trust and confidence, mm. I mean, my gap there is, you know, as big as Montana. I mean, you know, I, I don't have a poor me. It's just phenomenological what happened. You know, trauma yes. in the womb, trauma pre-verbal. I don't even, then trauma throughout. So it's... It's like so beyond like personal memories that I could go do EMDR. It's like, you know, there was death happening in the womb. So this survival fear, when the chemicals squirt, I'm just, you know, I'm just around the bend. Yeah. Okay, I'm getting to a question. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's the context. Okay, so I'm thinking of a change of direction. It's like I... There's a way in which mm, you could describe it. I've been pushing, pushing, pushing. 
And somehow when I was here, I took a couple Qigong classes. I've always been a musician. And since Angel's Rest, I started reading kirtans. Huh. Oh my God. It's like I'm in love. I'm so in love. I've sent out one email, 20 neighbors come, we do kirtan. They love it. I love it. Okay, so I'm thinking, like, because of this gap, the confidence gap, and this whole concept of, like, loving the character, you know, but the character doesn't even really exist. Something about that is feeling alive right now to address this gap. And so I'm thinking, oh, maybe my change of direction is, it feels kind of soft, you know, like, read kirtans, do qigong, love this belly, smile at this brain, and just try and get really soft around the whole thing. Hmm. Am I on the right track? Am I teacher? Sure. You like it? You like <laughs> it? Teacher, yes, like it. Okay. So then, here's the piece that I'm almost scared to even say. But I'm going to say it, what the heck. So, before I heard about you, I don't know, oh, I know when it was, 2006, um, I started getting teachers from Inner Guides. And actually the reason I came to you is because it was so in line with what they're teaching me. So, they terrified me at the time. I mean, I so could not integrate what they were teaching me. It was just like, and it came through music. And every day I'd go in the studio and like this teaching would come and it was totally like, we are you, you know, it wasn't like, I mean, in my character mind, they felt separate and that they were teaching me, but what they were teaching me is that we are you. It was the total, very consistent with what you're teaching me here, but I couldn't integrate it, you know, I uh -huh. really couldn't integrate it, it would just be like, and so then... It was just, I, I trust it, and I've just gone with it, that there was something about the way my recording studio worked with headphones, that it would put me in an altered state, hmm. and it was in that kind of altered state that the teachings would come through. It was just so deeply relaxing, and I'd play really trancey music, and it would come through. My recording studio broke, and... It's like old-fashioned analog, and nobody does that gear, and I hate the computers, and I, I tried to... Yeah, okay. So then, the same day, a neighbor said, will you teach Byron Katie in the community? And so that started a couple years of just really working with thought. That was so useful. Love it. Not doing this teaching that was blowing me away so much. Then, Ginny Brooke introduced me to you, and there's something about like being with you, that it's kind of given me some kind of context with what they were teaching me that was blowing me away. And it, it feels just more grounded. There was just, I don't know, it's just so wonderful that you're in human form. Thank you yeah. <laughs> for saying these things and being in human form because there was just something about yeah. these like beings and they're teaching me yeah. this stuff and I'm blown away and are you even like real at all? And the whole thing yeah. was just like, whoa. So somehow what you were saying to Connie... Maybe I'm getting ready to just love this character. I mean, they're there, you know, just go back to my teachers with like a little bit more foundation. I don't know. This is just what I'm playing with now. Yes. I just need like well, a human to like give me an endorsement or a look out for this or a... I feel very vulnerable because the drier thing just freaks me out, you know, with the symptoms. 
Okay. So it's moving from managing the head to opening the heart. I know. I'm, I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. No, but it's it, it, like looking at from 2006, you know, and, yeah. then, it, and then it, you know, yeah. goes into Baron Cage, it goes into managing the mind, it goes yeah. into seeing yeah. Lyme in, in a different way. All these aspects. Leaving space for Lyme. It's like, okay, that that's your lot right now. Okay. And you know, that, that's just it. It's just got to be dealt with some way. So your approach to it is as clear as you can be. Okay. And so then the curtain starts and, and we, we start dropping into the heart again. Yeah. All right. You won't go around with the heart. Yeah. You won't go around with the heart. Okay. It needs a, a wisdom. So, and, and that, that comes from living and from working with the mind. That's where we get the wisdom. When the wisdom isn't there, love becomes ungrounded, too, you know, flaky, idealistic, blindsided to the flip side of, of love in manifestation. You know, it's just not solidly grounded. So it makes sense that you have to go someplace, do other stuff, get a handle on how the mind works, get a handle on your own brain. All right, and so now the heart is, is starting to open. So really, really let it flow from there. Yeah, this makes perfect sense. Oh, makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes perfect sense to me. You know? And it seems like that movement is the only thing that can make me endure the brain stuff. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. I can endure it with that movement. Yeah, you can. You, 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 you've kind of taken that as, you know... It, it, You've taken that as far as you can take it in terms of right now. In terms of right now. If some solution or some healing comes, fantastic. But you've gotten a very good approach on, on, on how to handle it. All right. So where do we go from there? We drop down. Yeah. We drop down. It's the energetic head to the heart. It's a classic part of this journey. Yeah. And so operating from there. This might sound theoretical, but, but they've got to align. They've got to be aligned. It's not an either-or with the head and the heart. It's not an either-or at all. So they align and they both serve what is deeper than both. They both serve. Um, and somehow a kind of a balance comes. It's like they're... They're, they're, they're two natural human mechanisms that, that facilitate our place in the world and how we connect with people in the world and they don't fight with each other at all they're just two tools it's like your right hand and your left hand so you've paid attention to one and now you've got to pay attention to the other and watch how they share the load and with the chanting, does love flow through from nobody to nobody, or does it feel like devotion from... You know what worked perfect was, so I have little groups in my house, and we all listened to um, your long meditation on your CD, which is really good for me, and, um, and so then we did kirtan right after that, and I could hardly sing, I was laughing so hard, because it was like, 
God is singing the names of God to God. What a riot. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Huh? Yes. Yeah, right. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Very good. And the beauty of Kirtan is it works at every level. You know, it, it can be you pleading to God for something or you yeah. adoring God because of the desire behind. That's fine. Yeah. It can be impersonal. Yeah. It can it, it works everywhere. Yes. It works everywhere. Yes. This heart stuff is beautiful. You and know? if I'm in the symptoms and I feel separation, it can be the pleading. Yes, it can be the pleading. Mm -hmm. And it can be the same kirtan mm -hmm. that, that had you, you know, belly laughing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, the heart is very flexible like that. It's very flexible. It, it bleeds through all of it, you know? Yeah. Through every layer. That's, that's why self-love makes total sense because love doesn't cut off somewhere and then we deny the personal. It's like, no, love bleeds the whole way. The whole way, right through everything. It penetrates everything. Everything. I think the gap I see, which I can only smile at, is that when I was working with my inner teachers, like it would always freak me out and I would want some kind of validation in human form. And so then now I'm feeling this inner direction to do this next thing, and I'm, yes, please give me validation again, but just this what's so. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, that's, that's human to want validation. That's fine. It's part of verbalizing something, having it witnessed, hearing it back. That's part of how we communicate. That's totally fine. Wouldn't judge that at all. Yeah. Sure. Can't wait for Kirtan tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Alexander. Everything is still enough. Thank you. Everything is still enough. I'm sleeping a lot and dreaming a lot. And um, taking showers and hugging trees to see if that helps. Um, remember the last time I was at a retreat like this with you, I had also a lot of sleeping. But I think I should still come to these satsangs and the chanting. You're doing certain things to see if they'll help, but yet there is access to everything is enough. What wants help? For a satsang flu. Hmm. But isn't it enough without it? Without what? Satsang flu. Yes. How, how do you... What's that juxtaposition about? What, what, what's going on there? There's access to everything is enough. So yet something else is kind of wanting to, to, to get more or to get something else. What, what, uh, how it's do like you might take a painkiller if you have a headache. But do you have a headache? Or is it enough? Can it be both? Or not? Unlikely. We generally switch from one to the other. 
So what could be happening is that, yeah, there's access to this is enough. Yeah. Totally enough. But my connection to the timeline says, when I go home, it's not going to be enough. So I've got to invest in that. Is it something like that that's going on? Um, I don't think so in this particular case, but definitely I noticed that running while I was sitting, but it didn't seem to get anywhere. Like ah. it didn't, um, it was like the, the loop, that loop, the, the loop you just described was definitely running like in parallel, but it, it, it passed without stopping. All right. At least it seemed to. Yes. So the part of you that needs some kind of help, I'm after it. Maybe there isn't one. Maybe there isn't one. <laughs> I'm inviting to look from where that actually doesn't exist at all. Genuinely doesn't exist. Not a conceptual, oh, it's out of my view now, but, you know, it'll be there next week. No, no, no. Not really. There's a place within you where you can look from and it totally is not there. Cannot be there. I feel like I'm in touch with that, though it's uh, foggy and anticlimactic. It's anticlimactic. <laughs> it's foggy, really. Mm. Foggy's okay, all right, because there's a sense of something, but all right. What is an anticlimax? Well, I have more fun if I'm having a fight to the death with minor demons. Ah. So wake me up, but not yet, because I'm enjoying being asleep. Is that kind of what you're saying? Well, the, the anti-climatic the anti aspect also feels like something that is not, um, that I'm not buying into too much. That's just passing by. Got more potency than that. Where? I see that you don't see where the one who needs help doesn't exist. Okay. And the potency arises out of the the reserved seat for the one who needs a bit of help. So there's some kind of a barrier uh -huh. to dropping deeper. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Or seeing? Yeah. Okay. We can call it resistance, you know, because invariably it's a, it's a resistance. Not that you know you are resisting, but there is a resisting yeah. thing. So what then? Your mind is trying to come with you to the place 
where 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 it 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 sees that it, it it's not there. <laughs> <laughs> it does that. It does that. <laughs> I mean, I'm I've I'm I've, I've noticed that a lot in myself. Mm. And it can't do that, you know. I mean, that that's that's a setup. Well, I don't see it doing that. Ah. Which is the problem. But yet, where does the recognition come in that it is doing it, though? You're telling me so. Yeah, but you're recognizing it, aren't you? Because I could interpret the fogginess as something purely physiological, but also as some manifestation of this resistance. And I could buy it either way, but since you're telling me there's a resistance, it seems like it fits more with that. Okay. But that's the only way I have now. I don't know any other way. Okay. And the physiological can be as a result of the resistance. Yes. I don't feel it's the other way around. Yes. But that's not much to go on. It gets kind of subtle around this. The air is kind of thin, what we're talking about anyway. So. <coughs> so there's nothing for us to talk about. Asher will always find something. I'm Irish. Come on. <laughs> we talk about it. <laughs> you don't have to. Um, I know. I'm, I'm... That's a joke. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so... Because if I ask verbally, is everything enough? Yes. I don't get any objection to that. Yes. I did a bit yesterday. Now I now I don't I don't or this morning, but I don't anymore at all. All right. So if there's a resistance, I'm not sure what to do about it. If there's anything to do about it, or how to proceed. Okay. So there's you're saying that there's access to this is enough. There is enough. I don't know, but I, I don't see there's any no verbal objection to it. Yeah, there's no objection to it. All right. So when that statement is there, is it calm? Yes. Okay. The question will come in, and it's like there's not even an answer. I'm not even answering, yes, it's enough. It's like the, the answer is just the silence. Okay, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. But you're saying there's more. If if that is 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 solid, and it's beautiful that you said that there's silence. It's like beautiful, perfect. Then what was the loop? Then I'm just drawing a blank. What what was the loop? Um, there was something that you said was, was, was fun. What, what was I putting on a reserved seat? What was the loop? Bringing mind. Yes, bringing mind with you. To the place where you don't, you can see that, that, that there's nobody there. Yeah, yeah. And it has to do with um, intellectual honesty. Something like that. Like, for example, I could say, 
you're enlightened, I'm not. And I know that what I am, attributes of enlightenment or non-enlightenment do not apply to what I am as consciousness. But on a dualistic level, it is true for me to say that the Alexander character is not enlightened. So there's an, there, I feel an intellectual dishonesty at saying that the Alexander character, that enlightenment or non-enlightenment does not apply to the Alexander character because clearly in the dualistic realm it is possible to make a true statement about that. But then I think that that concern for intellectual honesty gets hijacked by the mind in its attempt to come where it can't go. But yet you can see that that is not valid at other levels of perception. What is it? The, the idea of the quality of being enlightened yes, or not. Yes, absolutely. That it's not valid yes. anything else. Yes. So, so, can you see from the place of where it's enough that the idea of needing something to help you to get enlightened is not valid in the place in the perception point of where it's enough and there's silence. Yes, yes. That that was what was I was thinking about that going through that the first night on Tuesday night. Okay. So when you're totally in the silence that's deeper than this is enough, what happens that it's also valid. What happens your attention, your focus, your lens of perception, when that thought is entertained, something will help me because I'm not enlightened, for example. I don't know if it is entertained, is it? So we started off by saying, you were saying, yeah, there, you know, I understand that, that it's enough or whatever phrase you yeah. use, but you have access to the fact that it's enough. Yeah. But yet you're doing certain things, hugging trees, so that it'll help, because it might help. But I think of that as helping on a very um, physical, dualistic one. It's not even a spiritual thing. It's just an energetic management thing. Okay, okay. So, so when everything is enough, and that dualistic level is at play, what happens to your perception? Is there a shift in your perception to manage the dualistic energetic level? What happens there? From the position of it's enough and there's silence, would that action of hugging a tree happen? I would guess yes, but I don't know. I'm guessing you would guess no. <laughs> okay. It might and it might not, but it would come with a different narrative. Because cause and effect wouldn't apply to it, it feels, from the dualistic perspective. Yes. It, feel, it feels like it would happen, but that there is a narrative that has an inertia to it that is just allowing it to glide along with it. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. And the, the, the narrative with the inertia is that it will help me on, a, on an energetic level? Or are you saying that there would be a different narrative 
the 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 the, the, the narrative that's coming along with its inertial force is just um, busyness, doing something about something out of out of sheer habit of, of living that life. Can you see what I'm getting at? From the place of it's enough and and silence is the experience. Let's see what action happens from there. If there is an opening for action to happen from there, your capacity to 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 act without being directed from the one who is not enlightened gets opened, is nourished. So if there's a sense of causality, then that already means that there's some kind of resistance or rejection. In this example, yes. How about in my case in general? I'd like to see how you operate from that place. Because today is a new day. And rather than seeing what happens in the past, I'd like to see what happens to you here. What does that mean? Coming from that place of, yeah, this is enough. And the signs. And let action come from there and see what you do, see what happens. It won't be motivated by causality. Does that happen to you beforehand? Uh, this is kind of an, this is kind of a yeah. Oh no, I'm, I'm, I meant I didn't mean before. Ah, okay. I meant going forward. Yeah. Because I, I honestly don't know. Yeah. I honestly don't know. Yeah. So can I use causality as a marker, or is there something wrong with that? You can, but allow a secondary causality to come in if it needs to, because mind can say, "Oh yeah, I'm doing this because of da da da," and it's secondary. Okay. It's after the effect. That makes sense. That's fine. Yeah. The thing is, no causal motivation yeah which is like a grosser form of when you say that in liberation no concept is driving something bingo it's the same thing i'm inviting you to go to that place of where that happens but do the non-dual lens doesn't i don't feel like that's i don't feel like it's very relevant to me yeah that's perfect that's fine There's enough non-dual teachers out there. That's already taken care of. It's fine to bypass it or skirt around it. Or... Everybody's different. <clears throat> so the one who could be doing something good for himself or doing the right thing. It's like, nope, not going to follow that action. All right, drop into it and let's see what happens from here. Let's see what the move is from here. The one who could do and would be doing something good, you said? Yes, any, any motivational factor, like causality or doing something good, even, even that. If, if the comment comes after the action has started to happen, fine. Check where the motivation comes from. And kind of 
see if your perception can recognize that from that place of it's enough and there's silence. What, what does it feel like? What's the experience in the body-mind act, for action to happen there? Play with that. And if there's debate around doing something or not doing something, that means that it's coming from the mind. Yeah, you've gone into the mind. And, yeah. and you know, sometimes it'll be like, oh, heck, I can't. Yeah. i gotta, I got to make yeah. a decision here. But just let's see if we can just get a little crack there. Like when you were sitting in a chair and you wouldn't get up unless it was motivated from... Exactly. Spent a few days like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, folks. How are you doing?